2: Good morning. She
3: got a And
2: welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment, Everything and Curry.
3: Good morning, good morning, everybody in the news this morning, good morning. Good morning, Anne. <laughs> good morning.
2: Anne, I don't think you said good morning enough.
3: Good morning, good morning, everybody in the news this morning, good morning. Good morning.
2: And it's coming up on 8.06. One more time. There we go.
3: Good morning. Good morning, everybody. In the news this morning. Good morning. Good
2: morning, and 806 on this Monday, July 6, 2020. I'm Jason Matheson, along with Alexis Thompson. Uh, Don McClain. Kenny is enjoying some days off. Thank you for being here. Uh, oh, th- this is a weird week. A lot of you are on vacation. Uh, Don uh, did an updated count during that last commercial break. We now are up to about 43 people listening oh, this morning.
0: yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah.
2: Uh, So because of that, we're going to have some fun all this week. I've pulled some best of stuff uh, just to get every one of you laughing. Uh, We're going to go back in time to some of our more popular bits. Uh, One of them is Dear Diary. We played some of the seven o'clock there. Uh, Now, usually right now on this vein, uh, we do the best of passing notes from last week. Well, Rocco's off. uh, So we didn't have a new passing note. So what I did was I went back into the vault. Did you know we had a vault, Lex? We have a vault.
0: Uh-huh. Aha, yeah, yes, was how real, was it in there? Was it dusty? Or-
2: it was dusty, and it's there like was an old uh, I found a giant rat in there. But, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, thank goodness you <laughs> went in there. Giant, oh, I would have died. Giant rat. Uh. Uh, I found a passing note that's referred to that it says first passing note. Ooh. So I don't know if this is true, hmm. but let's play it. Sure. And if it's not, we'll stop it. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody's listening. <laughs> Okay, that's not right. Okay, so <laughs> a, <laughs> I think it's the whole thing. Anyway, okay, let's do this oh, one. Here I is, see. Yeah, here's Colleen. This is just titled Colleen. Here we go.
1: Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note? i, I circle have me circle this one. Oh, yeah, we
0: just played this one. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> when you were on vacation. Oh, here's one entitled <laughs> Roycey.
1: Matt's back, everybody, portrayed by a Hall of Fame broadcaster and Star Tribune columnist Patrick Royce. When we last met Matt, he was pretty cranky because he was hoping Dawn wanted to elevate him out of the friend zone. But it didn't go so well.
5: Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, I'm so sorry that I made your life so f***ing bad. Next time I will listen to Josh and Jason. I wouldn't have even wrote you that note if you would have told me you were going to
1: go out with that dang Scott. Then he sort of laid his cards on the table.
5: Sort of. I really like you. Or I still like you. But I don't know if I do
1: anymore. This note seems to be a prequel. (laughs) No, not that prequel, Jason. Because in this note, he hasn't quite made his proposal to Dawn. But in a few paragraphs, he'll hint at it. So let's start. Patrick Roycey as Matt. Dear Don. Hold on, hold on. Let me just hit pause for a second here. This note begins with a prophetic phrase that Matt couldn't possibly have known back then. But he says five words that 30 years later, Don likely lives by every day. Matt. Man, don't get mad at Jason. Jason, Jason. (laughs) Am I right? Jason talked nice. too long in that segment about Epcot Center. Man, don't get mad at Jason. Jason took a week off with a swollen lip. Man, don't get mad at Jason. It's like a mantra, right? Jason didn't bring Don a souvenir from Epcot Center. Man, don't get mad at Jason. <laughs> Jason interrupted Don's ghost hunting story with a Dallas anecdote.
5: Man, don't get mad at
1: Jason. <laughs> I'm just gonna make you an MP3 of this, Don, and you can play it as needed. Okay, let's carry on sorry, Jason.
5: Man, don't get mad at Jason. I swear he would not do something like that on purpose. He is not that kind of guy.
1: I think from what I gathered from another note of Matt's that we'll hear in a few weeks, Jason showed up to an event with his new girlfriend right around the time that Dawn was hoping she'd get to be Jason's girl. Keep going, Matt.
5: If you really knew him well, then you would know that it's true. Also, it's not good to be mad. I mean, look what happened to me with that girl this weekend. (laughs) She told me that she was pregnant, and that really freaked me out. Uh, yeah. I used to get mad at girls (laughs) just because they wouldn't go out with me. That's wrong, I know. But who likes a tall six-foot-five guy who is skinny? Uh, tall, skinny girls? I mean, if I could go out with any girl, I don't know if I would or not. If you know what I mean. Nope. Some girls are cool just to hang around with and don't get the wrong idea. If that girl from this weekend came to me and told me that she really likes me and wants to go out, I probably
1: would. The one who told you she was pregnant so you'd leave her alone?
5: Because girls like that usually don't want to go out with me. I would go out with you, but I don't know. That's my kind of thinking.
1: I think Dawn's kind of thinking is hell to the no. You
5: remember how I felt <laughs> when I drove you and Jay and Josh around? I got over that because
1: what's the use? Wow, what did Don, Jay, and Josh do in that car?
5: I have gotten so used to getting turned down that it's not even funny. Look at Megan.
1: Megan's the one portrayed by Steph Hansen.
3: He's so sweet. And besides, he has a really great body.
1: Then in parentheses. Ass. Look at Megan. When
5: she turned me down, I said, what the hell? I'll try again. But I never did because, you know, I don't know.
1: I guess I'm shy a little bit. Did you try standing outside her window with a boombox? That seemed to work really well in the mid to late 80s.
5: Can you believe that? Me? Shy.
1: <laughs> uh, Roycey, there was only two ha's in the script, but I guess 16 will also do. But I guess it's true.
5: I like a lot of girls in the school, but none of them like me. That really hurts my social life. You should have seen what I did to that girl. I forgot her name. I didn't even talk to her until real late that night. I found out later that she liked me, when I found out I was mad at myself. Jason kept on saying not to get mad at myself. I took his advice. I said, whatever. I
1: think his advice was to go find that girl that liked you, you big dummy.
5: When I come to school today, I made two goals. One, to see if you were okay. Two, to have as much fun as I could. Neither of them came true. I really feel sorry for you because I know that you're more disappointed than you are mad. We'll have to go. If you wanna call me, remember my phone number is eight eight one one six nine
0: two. I love
2: this read. It's so impressive. It's so- I see,
0: and
4: it's so sad at the same time. Did you ever hook up with that guy? No,
2: you didn't. Oh, no,
4: oh. he liked you a lot. I think so. Um, he was the math teacher's son. I should have. Or I probably would have gotten better grades in math.
2: But that doesn't always work. I was best friends with my French teacher, and she still uh, basically gave me a D. So. Oh
4: God! <laughs> His Uh-oh. parents were. Um, <laughs> yeah, they would. They would let their kids have parties, but they would take everyone's keys.
2: Well, yeah, my so mom would do the same could thing. Drive, yeah. you know,
4: because they they knew that you know kids were drinking, and they didn't want to have anybody be driving drunk. So, yeah, yeah.
2: my mom did that for my twenty first yeah. birthday at my house. She yeah, just, she let, and then we woke up, and it literally looked like a civil war reenactment. There are bodies <laughs> everywhere. I mean,
4: yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh boy, those were oh, the days. Wow. Those nice. were the right.
2: That's I know. I woke up with dew. I woke up in the backyard. Oh, um, right. That was that birthday. birthday. That was that birthday. And my mom found me yeah. in my backyard, and I was covered in dew. Like, <gasps> so one side of me, I was covered in grass because I my face was in the grass, and then the others, I had morning dew on me. And my mother woke me up. She's like, "You're lucky a deer didn't eat you." Uh, and then we, woke, we We walked in the house, and there was nothing but young, young people strewned everywhere i mean just <laughs> oh passed out gosh. in various uh, on coffee tables on uh, floors yeah but my mom and my dad yeah as they walked into the party they took everybody's keys and, yeah. and i can't even them.
0: imagine having a party like that ever oh i don't know if it's because you're the only child but i you know there's no way i think my parents was... would have ever done no, that. mine either oh.
2: oh yeah my mom yeah my was... dad
0: took me to the bar we had a black and tan On my 21st birthday. Oh, (laughs) really? Yeah. I was. (laughs) That was fun. It's yeah, good memories, but I, but to have a party like that, no way. I mean, I also had three, my youngest brother, six years younger. I'm sure they were like, mm-mm.
2: Oh, yeah. Even if
0: I wouldn't even ask.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it was. And if memory serves me right, I mean, I'm the youngest of most of my, I'm, young, I'm the youngest in my group because I have an August birthday. Oh, So oh, okay. if memory serves me right, I think I was the last one to be 21. So everyone at that party, actually, I know that for a fact. My mother would never have allowed underage drinking, mm-hmm. I, she was just a stickler for that. So, um, but yeah, it was just, I, I will never forget that month, that <laughs> morning just walking and seeing all of the bodies, oh. just every friend of mine passed out in various <laughs> positions of disarray. You oh, know what I mean? God, I
4: can't imagine doing that now. Oh, oh
2: no. God. Are you kidding? I I'm such a, oh. oh yeah. I wake up and I pay for it for like three days. Oh, so,
4: so not worth it. no,
2: oh. <laughs> Uh, coming up on 816, uh, the My Talk Listener Rewards in July is, uh, they're smoking hot. Cash prizes all month long. If you want to sign up for Listener Rewards, uh, go to our app or MyTalk1071.com. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take just a few of you because, again, Dawn Condon, we have about 43 people listening uh, for Dreamweaver Dawn. If you have, uh, yes. yes, if you have some dreams, again, you guys are getting real good. I can almost stop saying this. Oh, but re- We
4: always have to say it. Yeah,
2: be concise. We don't need, Dawn doesn't need every single detail. We need broad strokes. Turn it yep.
4: into a paragraph. Set yeah. it up in a paragraph. You were, a few can, sentences. you
2: were canoeing with Alexis. Yep. She sprouted wings. She flew away while singing songs from the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Wow,
4: that's it. That's fantastic. That's all
2: you needed. That's all. So if you have a dream you would like weaved, 651 641 1071. The, the dream weaving hotline is open. 651 641 1071. Call now. Elizabeth is next. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt alert, Dirt Alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert dirt. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning on my talk, one hundred seven Elizabeth Reese is coming up in just a second with the dirt alert. Dawn is busy right now getting the dreams to be weaved. Uh, don't forget, you'll have to hang on through the dirt alert, and we'll do that coming up at eight thirty. Be as concise as humanly possible. Uh, Elizabeth joins us now with the dirt alert. And Elizabeth, uh, on a personal note, before we get started, uh, Phil Jones reminded us if we're if he's right, uh, Franklin turned three on the fourth of. Oh july right so
3: sweet he did my little firecracker baby yes he turned three on saturday and he's convinced that all fireworks just happen for his birthday which i've heard of a lot of other fourth of july birthday people tell me that they didn't realize that the fourth of july fireworks weren't just for them until they were (laughs) like older (laughs) so that's a perfect gift (laughs) i totally agree it's actually a really good holiday to have a birthday on like if you have a christmas birthday I just want to say collectively as a society, Aww. we're sorry that that happened to you. Yes. So that's my brother. He was born oh, right on Christmas Day. Boy, I was just thinking, too. I was looking at a picture that you posted, Alexis, of you and Angel and Zen, and I thought Zen looks so much like your brother. Oh, yeah, he in, does. You're yes, right. Yes,
0: in a couple of the pictures. It was Aww.
3: sweet. So
0: Well and I saw the pictures of Frankie. He's just <laughs> oh man, he's so squee like squishy. It's like cute agre- I mean for
3: both your kids, but oh, like gosh. I just I know, I know. Just wait, Alexis. Alexis it just you can't keeps bite getting them. more fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody's the yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah since... it's so true. Um, but I do have a lot of dirt to get to, so thanks for the well wishes, you guys. Um, a lot of big stories over the weekend. Let's start with the saddest mm. news. This was being passed along through uh, my group of friends, and it was just so sad to see that Broadway star Nick Cordero died yeah. at the age <sighs> of 41 after over 90 days in the hospital from complications from coronavirus. So... 13 and he weeks. fought it. Fought it. Wow. He um, woke up from a medically induced coma at one point. Underwent a leg amputation due to COVID nineteen complications, and um, his wife was giving updates regularly throughout this fight. He is also Zach Braff's best friend. Zach Braff posted a really sweet... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Down and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com Sweet, meaningful message and said that you know his last words to him um nick cordero's were, please take care of my wife and my son no his son who oh. turned one and started walking over the course of his father being in the hospital and um, zach braff said they will want for nothing is what he said about them. Um, His wife, Amanda Klutz, they got married in September of 2017. And then uh, their one-year-old son, who we mentioned, his name is Elvis Eduardo. And Amanda said, God has another angel in heaven now. My darling husband passed away this morning. He was surrounded by love, by his family, singing and praying as he gently left this earth. I am Mm. in disbelief and hurting everywhere. I mean, it was just very sad.
2: So sad. I mean...
3: It was interesting, too, because, you know, we talk so much about this case, and I think it really just shows how confusing COVID-19 has been and how every individual experience seems to be different, right? When you hear about, like, okay, well, these are the symptoms, but that person didn't have that symptom. Nick Cordero fell ill in early March. His symptoms, though, were intermittent at first. And they weren't seeming to really align with those frequently associated with COVID. The only symptom at the time was he was just so tired and couldn't get out of bed and didn't have any energy.
2: Oh, wow. and it is. I think that's why, other than the fact that he is a celebrity, he is a known name. I think the, the I think you penned it right there, Elizabeth. The reason people have been so captivated by the story is a um i think anyone can identify with loss and because the wife was so brave in opening up their life to all of us and and the struggle yeah. and this whole thing i think that made it relabel it was kind of the first um, he was one of sadly the first known people uh, that w- that we knew of. Yes, and um, In his age. Yeah, and fascination is yeah. not the right word, but Elizabeth, you said it. The the age is what I think has garnered the attention. It, it is a wake up call. Healthy. Yes, yeah. that it doesn't matter. Even though you know, at the initial stages, we heard it was just the the very old or over sixty. No. This guy was in his 40s, 41, healthy yeah. as, as can be, no underlying conditions, and it still happened to him.
3: I know. It's really shocking. So um, that's something you'll be hearing more about, and I just think it's very sad news today. Um, in news, other news that's making a ton of headlines, uh, very confusing. Kanye West said Saturday he's running for president in the 2020 U.S. election. I can't. He is going to go head-to-head with President Donald Trump. So here's what he tweeted. We must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. Um, What is that vision? What's his platform? Everyone wears Yeezy. Okay. Mandate. Um, He announced a new album titled God's Country. Fans tweeted their support. Others did not. Um, But guys, he hasn't actually taken any steps to run for president. So, so far, it doesn't appear he has any intention of actually running for president. He would still need to register with the Federal Election Commission, present a campaign platform. He would have to collect enough signatures to get on the November ballot and more. He has already missed the deadline to file as an independent candidate in many states. So when you see this headline over and over I think it's probably safe to say that this is Kanye marketing himself. Yeah. So
2: Take it with know. a can of Yeezy salt. Yes. Yeah. Because there's six states that he, he would just not, it's not possible.
3: I know. Yeah, they'd have to write him in. That's yep. very true. Uh, Prince Andrew canceled his annual golf trip to Spain after Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested. Remember, Ghislaine Maxwell was the girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, she's a monster. Um, She's a monster. If you've watched the Epstein documentary on Netflix, you should. You will learn that she was essentially providing Jeffrey Epstein with young girls to sexually abuse for years and years. She was arrested um, just a couple of days ago, which is a really big deal. Yes. And Prince Andrew was good friends with Jeffrey Epstein. And there are allegations that he was also having uh, abusive relationships with young girls because of Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein handing these young women to him. Another one I wanted to tell you, too, um, if you haven't watched Athlete A on Netflix, you guys Uh -uh. you have to watch it. It is the um, it's a one episode documentary on the Olympic women's gymnastics sexual abuse scandal. Maggie Nichols, who is from Minnesota, who's from Little Canada, is featured prominently in this documentary. She is one of the young women who bravely brought Larry Nassar down. And Athlete wow. A yep. is so worth a watch. So
2: Athlete A on Netflix. Elizabeth right. Reese on Channel 5 today at 3. And download the newest episode of her podcast with Marjorie Best to the Nest. We're going to take a break. Dreamweaver Dawn next. you about your dream.
0: I was back in high school, and I was supposed
1: to take a test. I was making it work again.
0: I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver dream Dawn. Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn.
2: Do you have a dream to be weaved? She's here to do it. <laughs> Everyone, Jason and Alexis, Uh, uh, in the morning on My Talk 107-1832 is the time on this Monday, July 6, 2020, we have uh, Joanne, Joy, Melissa, and is it Tana, Dawn? Yes. Tana, beautiful name, standing by to be weaved. So Dawn, take it away. Who do we have?
4: Well, first we have Joanne. She's on the phone with us right now. Hi, Joanne. Hi. Hi. Can you tell us about your dream? This is a reoccurring dream, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. the one i had just this morning was i'm trying to get to work and i finally filled, find the building get into the building and i can't find my floor then i can't find where i need to go to work i need it's everything every time i turn a corner or go somewhere to try to get to there it's there's another obstacle gotcha. and i never quite get to where i need to be All right. Well, specifically this weekend, you had trouble with productivity. Every time you tried to get something done or to start something, you felt like you were sort of lost. Because when we dream about work, we're dreaming about our own, dreaming about our own productivity. Uh, So as far as any time, like let's say you're starting, uh, if you're dreaming about an airplane, you mentioned that on, Mm -hmm. uh, I talked to you about uh, an airplane represents your body. So uh, if you're trying to maybe start a workout program, you felt a little lost at times doing that. So anytime we have like a goal or a path in life and you are finding all of these roadblocks in ways where you just can't make it there, these are mental blocks that you're putting up uh, and you're having problems with whatever else. Your mind is very busy and you cannot focus on one thing. So that's mm. why you're never mm. able to get there. Okay. Uh, and as far as the floors go, our our minds are, we have our super conscious mind, which is connected to God. That's when you dream about the top floor of a house. Okay. The second floor is your uh, your conscious mind. And then the, the first floor is your subconscious mind. So you're having problems. Maybe you're caught in thought a lot. I feel like you daydream and you're kind of stuck in this other state of mind and it mm-hmm. kind of throws you off from being productive. Yeah, that's that's true. I get very distracted with my own,
2: like, in-my-head self-talk.
4: Yes, mm. yes. And then uh, 30 minutes go by and you're like, wait, what was I doing? Exactly, yep. Okay, well, uh, Joanne, just be more mindful and be in the present moment, okay? Okay, sounds great. Okay, Thank bye. you, Joanne. Thank you so much, appreciate yeah. it.
2: Who do we have next? Next,
4: we have Joy. Hi, Joy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. Can you tell us about your dream? Yes. I had uh, about 10 years ago, my husband and I owned a cabin with my sister and her husband. We sold it and the last six months maybe or so I keep dreaming that we keep going back to the cabin even though it's not ours anymore Mm -hmm. and I realize that we have all our stuff there we never packed up and got everything out and as the time we're there goes on I get more and more anxious because we've got to be getting out of there that people could show up and and nobody is helping get stuff packed up and just last week or so we we went up again and we did pack everything up and we we got out of there. And so um, I thought maybe that was interesting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so uh, a house is a frame of mind and you are going back to an old way of thinking. So that's what the cabin represents. Hmm. Now, it could be a number of things. Maybe you used to be somebody that used to panic a lot in situations and you've learned how to have a more calm frame of mind. So you're kind of going back to old habits and to an old frame of mind. Could be negative or positive. You have to reflect on that yourself. Mm -hmm. But you don't feel like you're giving yourself permission to actually be in that frame of mind anymore. So the other parts of yourself are sort of unaware. But there's this one part of you that's like, wait a minute. We shouldn't be in this frame of mind because we've maybe moved past that in life. You know, this pandemic is bringing up a lot of things in people where they're You know, a lot of things are coming out with us and we're having weird dreams like this. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that old frame of mind that part of you is like, we shouldn't be here anymore. We should have moved on, Joy. Okay. (laughs) Okay? Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, Joy. Bye. Have a good
2: day. Thank you, Joy. I have to say, before we go to Melissa and Tana, Uh everybody is just like concise, girl. They are just like, bloop, bloop. Love it. Love it. Who's next?
4: Next is Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. You know, with being one of 43 people listening, I'm so excited I got through.
2: Oh, <laughs> Melissa, we are too, right? Yes. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so, okay. my dream is I, I, don't, I don't have any recollection of a storm or seeing a tornado. I just, the only thing I remember about the dream is um, standing in the middle of the house and just seeing all the destruction.
4: Okay. So, a tornado is inner turmoil and confusion in your life so um, you're not even aware of whenever you're having this inner turmoil it's almost something that you don't recognize in the moment when things are happening Mm -hmm. and then later on you have to pick up the pieces with those thoughts that you have that inner turmoil and destruction Mm -hmm. because you're the only house so your frame of mind has been destroyed by, by all of this inner turmoil and the other you feel like the other people around you don't really recognize what's going on within <laughs> uh-huh. you because you kind of keep it inside. Oh my goodness, okay.
2: Uh, is this, re- <laughs> I- I'm getting the feeling this is resonating. Is this resonating with you?
5: A hundred percent, just with all the COVID and all the turmoil in the city mm-hmm. and like everything going on in the world. Um, you know, uh, my husband and I have similar views, but but I'm more emotional and right. so I don't talk to him about it.
4: Oh. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so you feel like you're alone on your island there. Right, right. Okay, well, your soul's telling you to recognize that, and maybe it's best to talk about things. It doesn't have to be with your husband, but just with somebody, so you don't keep it inside. Fascinating. Thank you guys so much. Thank okay, you. Melissa, Alyssa, bye. Bye. Wow.
2: Don, you're lax, Don, you're on a roll today, Don. Oh, man.
4: You're like hitting it well, out of the see, park. Let's see. Hopefully, we'll do just as well with Tana. Hi, Tana. Can you tell us your dream?
2: Yes, I can. Hey, girl. Hey, by the way. Hi. Hey. <laughs> um, so um, I am sleeping in my dream in bed with my husband and the dog. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the room, uh, well, the, the bed, the head of the bed starts going up and it starts shaking and the whole room starts shaking and it tries to kick us out of bed. And then I woke up.
4: All right. Okay. So a bed is represents your mental calmness and peace. And it's also a place where we rest our bodies and we assimilate knowledge that we learn throughout the day. So you, for some reason, felt like the day before that you had something that really shook you where you didn't feel mentally calm or peaceful. And it also you were trying to learn something. And at at that moment, you were just sort of really rattled. And that's what you're reflecting on. Um, I think because you also mentioned that it was extremely dark. That represents yeah. a lack of awareness that this thing was going to happen. It sort of was something that shocked you. It also brought in some old habits that you have that you nurture so it's sort uh, of a vague explanation of the stream, but that's what I, I can't really tell you what that thing was that happened like. to you that caused you to feel so shook. But it really just disturbed your mental calmness and you felt like you All couldn't right. learn anything new. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Yes.
4: <laughs> All right, Tiana. Thank you for the call. I hope you find some All peace. All right. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, we're not done. First of all, if you didn't get through, we do this every Monday. But when we return, Alexis had a dream. Was it about a leprechaun stealing her canned corn? <laughs> <laughs> Did the leprechaun return? We're gonna what? A, what a cliffhanger! Uh, we're gonna find out about a. Those are Alec- real dreams. Those are real dreams, yeah. girls. She multiple wanted multiple times. She wanted her damn canned corn. When we come back, find out Alexis's dream next. Welcome back. 846 on this Monday, July 6, 2020. Jason and Alexis in the morning on MyTalk 1071. everything entertainment, everything C-3PO. You wouldn't want my life to get boring, would you? No, I wouldn't.
0: <laughs> no, nope. of course not.
2: <laughs> uh, Kenny's off today, everybody. Uh, okay, we just uh, wrapped up Dreamweaver Dawn. It was unbelievable. Uh Dawn helped four people. Uh, Dawn <laughs> yeah. was hitting it out of the park, but we're not done. Uh, because Alexis herself, uh, who in the past has had dreams about uh, scary leprechauns stealing her niblets, her uh, <laughs> her canned corn.
0: Yeah, I've been beat up by a leprechaun in my dreams.
2: Yeah, what do One you have time today? Kind of
0: tased me and kicked me and. Oh my! I, well, you know, Don, I don't remember my dreams very often, right? And so when I do, it's a big deal. Yeah, and pay this attention. Happened.
4: Your soul has a message for you.
0: Okay, well, I'm wondering what this message is because I woke up weeping. Oh, oh. no! Oh. yeah so i'm in a i'm in a living room it's not i don't recognize it but i'm standing in the corner and i'm it's i'm very present it wasn't that i was i was there but they couldn't really see me mm. um all of a sudden my grandmother ameriless you know my my dad's mom she's very special to me she taught me to knit and we pickled together and mm-hmm. you know she's just a very dear person to me she passed away a few years ago uh anyway she walks into this living room that i don't know about sits down at a gravy at a baby grand piano mm-hmm. and starts playing the piano which is weird because she didn't play the piano and she couldn't sing uh, and hold a note if her life depended on it, and she would joke about that all the time. Sitting next to her at church was ex- ex- excruciating. So she sat down at the piano, started playing and singing, and she said one line, and the line was, I went down the dusty road. And then she stopped playing, took her hands off the keys, and just wept Like, she just was overcome by emotion. And when she came into the room, a bunch of her girlfriends, Chloe, Ruth, like six of them, were kind of off to the side at a little table. And right when she started crying, they walked over to her and put their hands on her shoulders and started to console her. And I couldn't take it anymore because I was just so overwhelmed by emotion that I walked into the kitchen of this random house Uh and then I woke up.
4: Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, Well, let's see, Alexis. (laughs) Yeah, what does that mean? Well, you're in a different frame of mind that's unfamiliar to you. That's what the house is that you don't recognize or know. Um, This is obviously all all the parts of your dream are... All the other people in your dream are parts of yourself. So Mm. your grandmother, this is... The part of you actually that's connected closest to God, but it also has to do with yourself as a creator, because when we dream about our mothers, we're dreaming about our own self as creators, since women create life and have babies. So you're dreaming about a part of yourself where you're trying to find harmony within yourself as a mother, Um, and and also what it means to be a mother and have children and carry life within you so as far as the crying goes um gosh i I don't know what that emotion was within you that caused you within the this weekend to contemplate some deeper things you're trying to the piano playing is finding harmony within your soul and maybe as your role as a mother Mm. and yeah um, I struggle with that a lot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is a <laughs> the strangest time for you. It's it's really lucky because, you know, it's like all of this is happening, and you've had to, you, you've gotten a chance to be home with with your child, and that's just probably a really precious time to you. But you also probably feel, and I shouldn't be reading into this so much. No, since no. <laughs> I know you well, personally, but you right. probably feel conflicted with like you'd like to go out and do things. Oh, absolutely. But also just deeper thoughts. Like you, you talked about this morning how this weekend was weird for you because oh, you usually go out and do all this regular stuff with the 4th of July, fireworks, and get together with family. And right. you're not able to do that. And you're probably deeper thinking about what that means to raise a child in this time, I'm assuming. Oh, yes,
0: absolutely. I feel terrible that he hasn't been able to meet my dearest friends and see my family and you know versus like just over zoom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you know
4: the, just yeah
0: video chatting right I feel terrible about that and not being able to meet other babies and kids you know
4: sure so you're feeling responsible as a mother that somehow you could do something else and you're calling on your inner self somebody you admired as a mother and a mm. grandmother. Was your grandmother? Yeah, and I know? wish that she could have met him. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm not crying.
4: No, no, but I do wish. <laughs> yes, you I are, do- girl. Yeah, you I wish do- that. Right. I wish that she could have met him. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, she's she's there with you, and she has met him. She she probably communicates with him, and you don't even know
0: that oh. little soul.
4: You know? Ooh, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it's it was so stuff, real, though. Dawn. It really was. I I just, and then I was thinking,
4: gosh, what what?
0: Yeah, you know, there's just all the different things that go through your Now, mind. did she
4: talk at all? She sang, though.
0: She started singing, yeah. Okay. She sang that one line and just couldn't get through it. Oh, yeah. What
4: was the line again? Um, it was, we went down the dusty road. Okay, so uh, a road, anytime you dream about a road, it's your path in life that you're dreaming about. Oh. We went down the dusty road. So right now, she could be coming to you, actually, in this dream, encouraging you that she she feels what you're going through and this is just a temporary time period where the road is dusty but you're still on the path
0: Ooh, i like that because that's hopeful
4: it is hopeful yeah, yeah positive she, she, you know you're recognizing within yourself that this isn't this isn't a normal time but it's not like the road is crumbling and falling apart it's just dusty right
2: mm.
4: Ooh. I like that, Don. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well thank
2: goodness out of all the dreams, and as you said, you don't you don't often remember your, no. your dreams, the the fact that you remembered this one, what a what a dream to remember. You know, this is a good yeah, one to actually remember.
4: I know right. that you think about your um you know, you think about your grandmother a lot and during these times you called upon your whenever you had Zen, you even called upon your grandmother <sighs> to help oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I've, that's so true. When I
0: looked up all of the strong women in my life who have passed were, were with me. I mean, yeah. I looked up there and I saw their faces and they helped me get through labor because yeah. he came nine weeks early and it was such a scary moment, you
2: know? It was like the end of Rise of Skywalker when Rey was helped by all of the Jedi of the past.
4: It's <laughs> true, James. <That's> <laughs> I did feel like that. Like, I'm not alone here. Yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> and, and remember, it's just dust, okay? That's true. You know, you have a lot of emotion about all of this stuff, but it's just dust, and you can clean off dust and shake it off, as Uh, Taylor Swift says. mm -hmm. Shake it off. (laughs) Shake it off. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. right.
2: Or just like Harry Pooter, before Harry battled Voldemort for the last time in the woods, and he saw as his parents came back to help him in the woods. And uh, and Gary Oldman, what's his name? Sirius Black. They all told him what to do. They were mm-hmm. there. That's yeah. right.
0: It's just like that. Yeah.
2: yeah. So oh, Lexus, man,
0: my wizard life.
2: What I'm saying is you're basically a Jedi wizard.
0: Yes. <laughs> I love that. I will happily be a Jedi wizard. Where's my lightsaber? My my wand.
2: Yeah. Well, we have one for you. <laughs> <laughs> There's one for you. Yeah.
0: Use the force. Oh, Use yes. the force, Lex. Always, always. Always.
2: The force will be with you. <laughs> Use the force. <gasps> Alexis. Yeah. That was a good dream. Don. what's the trick of remembering your dream? You don't think about anything else, right? When you wake up, you, yeah, what, what's well, the trick you, to remember? Even in the night,
4: if you wake up, write it down. You have to have a notepad next to your bed with a pen. And it. you need to write at the top, I will remember my dreams. And oh. then your name and then the date you just keep flipping that page until you get one it it happens i've never had somebody tell me that this doesn't work
2: oh Wow, it's just like if the. I feel like I never
4: If you have to do it for 30 days or two months or whatever, eventually you will.
2: It's like the hiccups. Just ask if someone has a hiccups, ask them their middle name.
4: Yeah, it
2: works. It works. That's right. That's going to do it for us today. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex?
0: That's right. You be you. Everyone have a fantastic day. Be safe out there today. If you're driving, turn your headlights on. It's going to be a crazy day today. We love you so much. And we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends.